1: You're listening to a special edition Zweig Letter podcast, putting architectural engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru, Mark Zweig, and his team of experts, Straight Talk, in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey, everyone,
0: and thank you for joining Zweig Group Media and the Zweig Letter exclusive interview series. With almost 25 years of continuous coverage of the design industry, the Zweig Letter is a constant in an ever-changing marketplace. We are bringing you some of the best and brightest minds that our industry has to offer. Today, I had to look no further than my current office mate, which is Bill Murphy. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome him to the Zweigletter interview series. Bill is the director of training and events here at Zweig Group. He is no stranger to the podcast. And uh, Bill, it's great to have you join us on the Zweigletter interview series again. Uh, Why don't you tell the audience what you do here at Zweig Group in the uh, events and uh, training area?
2: Hey, Randy, it's great to be back here on the podcast so, in the uh, events department here at ZY Group, what we try to find are solutions for the AE industry. So, we're trying to make the professionals out there better in what they do, that they can uh, provide better products for their customers, uh, better solutions for their clients, and really just overall professional development for the the industry.
0: Yeah. No. Well, that's that's awesome, man. I was, you know, I was taking a look at all of the different trainings and events that you guys do and, and well that we do really. And um, there's just so much on the table. And, you know, I was, I was looking over at um, the, everything that you have planned for this year. I mean, you've got the principals Academy, obviously there, there are several events. Um, it, it, why don't you just kind of before we, cause we're specifically today, I want to talk about leadership and the importance of leadership and why that has kind of led you down the path of creating uh, a leadership course, a, a training, if you will, um, for um, both individuals as well as organizations to, to to partake in. But but just tell us a little bit about uh, these different uh, programs that we do have. And I know the main one, the foundational program that we offer, and we've offered it for many years now, is the Principals Academy, which is kind of like the a, a MBA boot camp, if you will, for the design industry. But why don't you just kind of give us uh, just your, your your quick thought on that particular program, and then I'll go down the list of the other ones, and I'd love just to hear your 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 take on these. So,
2: yeah, the Principals Academy really is our
0: flagship program, and we just ran one of these last
2: week down in Orlando, and and frankly, the the attendees were a little bit tired at the end. We provide so much information mm-hmm. throughout the course of the two days that. Uh, it's just a packed day. And we've actually talked about the schedule over and over again. And how do we add more information in there in a finite amount of time? And it's hard to do. We just have so much content out there. But the one thing about the Principals Academy is it teaches you everything you need to know to be a principal. Whether yeah. you are a principal right now or whether you're you're about to become one or you think somebody within your organization has that potential, then this is the place for them to go. They get, uh, as you said, it's kind of like an MBA for this industry, it is is—it's uh, a taste of everything that we have to offer. It's uh, some shortened versions of some of the seminars that we currently have, but it is, uh, as we say, it's the most impactful thing you can do as a principal in this industry.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've done several of these and they're a lot of fun. And it's a good chance for a small, intimate group to come together um, and hear from Mark Zweig and Chad and the rest of the Zweig group team, uh, you and, and myself included. But um, you know, I know, I know that, that what some people say is, man, there's so much good information in here. How do I get, you know, can we expand on the area of business development? Can we talk more about growing a profitable and entrepreneurial, um, AEC firm? Can we spend more time on, on financial management? Um, can we talk about leadership? Can we talk about project management? And the nice thing about, um, The Principals Academy is that it does all of those. But then if you do want to go into a much deeper dive, uh, we offer a lot of other classes along those lines. Is that correct? It is. And again, those pieces or those sessions in the Principals
2: Academy are really just a snapshot of what we can do. So we do offer a, a full day business development training course and a full day marketing course. And when you put those two together, that's really a powerful Powerful combination for any organization. Then we break. We also have our financial management seminar that we. It's again, it's a full day seminar with Jamie Claire Kaiser. And if you know nothing about accounting or about financial management, this is really the place for you too. You know, we're not out here to make people into CFOs or uh, chief financial officers, but you're going to learn everything you need to know about all the financial aspects of your firm.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's really important. Um, So I know that just kind of a a laundry list of the different programs that we are going to be offering in 2017 and beyond. Um, So we have the AEC business development training. Um, We have growing a profitable and entrepreneurial AEC firm, Um, financial management for non-financial managers, which I know is an important class, Um, real marketing and branding for AEC firms. Uh, leadership skills for AEC professionals, and, uh, and then, of course, we have intro to project management and advanced project management.
2: Actually, we've changed the project management this year, so we have it boiled into one. Now, it's the excellence in project management. Okay. So, we combine the best of those two seminars into one day to uh, kind of reduce the cost for the people who are going to attend these. It's still some great content, it's just, uh, it, it's packed in there. So again, that's another full day of, of training.
0: Yeah. See that folks, I, I work here and I'm right next door <laughs> to Bill. And sometimes I don't even know when changes have been made, but they're, 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 they're good changes because I know, I know Bill that, that we take a lot of feedback from people that have taken our previous courses and we try to constantly course correct and, uh, and just make our offerings even better.
2: Right. We never really teach the same course twice because every time we run the course, we learn things from the the attendees and we hit, we come up with new content uh, based on some of our survey data, some of our research and our interactions with our clients. So we roll that new information into every seminar. So every time we teach it, the next iteration is a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's constantly improving. That's awesome. So so I, I, obviously with all these different um courses that are available, and and certainly these are all on our website. They can go to Zwiggroup.com, click on the events section, and there's a training section there with all kinds of information that they can find about about these different courses. That's right. Okay, all right, great. Well, so while we don't want this podcast to be an infomercial for all the magnificent training that we do, we actually really wanted to to kind of spend some time today uh, and and do a deep dive, uh, if you will, on the, the the new leadership seminar that uh, you have you've, you've worked on, I've actually spent some time on it with you, and and I know that it's something that comes up over and over again when you talk to different ones in the industry, different leaders in the industry, and different people that we've come in contact with at some of our previous events. That you know programs and seminars on leadership are 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 needed. And so, why don't you just just talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go through the outline of this seminar, so people can get an idea of what they can expect in this in this program.
2: Oh, absolutely! So, first of all, I'm I'm very excited about running this program with you, Randy. That uh, we're co-developing it, we're going to co-present it, and I think it's going to be a, a very exciting course. So this was really kind of it was a brainchild of uh, talking with a lot of people out in the industry that. They're seeing this next generation of, of folks rise up within their organization. So they have these young professionals come into the organization. They learn about design. They, they become great architects. They become great engineers. But they don't really know how to talk to their clients. Yeah. They really don't know how to lead people. So they get put into a project management position and they freeze and they don't have those leadership skills. So this is supposed to help them become better leaders. Okay. Because a lot of these, these people, uh, as you know, if you're an engineer, you probably don't have a whole lot of business background. Right. You probably haven't taken business classes in college. And this is going to supplement some of that and help you to be a better leader within your organization.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I mean, so why don't you like, let's just walk through and I'm, I'm looking kind of at the outline here. And uh, this is really set up to be a two-day event. Uh, if you will, but it could also be a one-day event, depending on if somebody wanted you to uh, to bring it in-house, if you will. Can you explain the difference between when we do these events in-house, um, you know, versus if we just put the event on the calendar and invite the general public to participate?
2: Yeah, as we put this together, we found out that we had so much content that that even two days was kind of it was not enough time. Right. So we came up with the best. Sessions that we could possibly have within those two days. So again, we do have additional content in there. So the open enrollment would be a two-day session. But if you wanted, if a firm wanted to do this in-house and they only have one day that they can run this, we have basically a menu of, of items that they could they could select from. The ones that are the most important to their organization, and we can put together a very customized one-day leadership course.
0: Okay. And then, so then any any firm could really, because I know we've actually had firms that have hired us for multiple courses to be done over the period of like a year, um, but, but, you know, delivered at different times throughout the year, staggered uh, right. from a right. date perspective and an availability perspective. But it gives them a chance to reach the widest audience possible. And from a cost standpoint, it's the most bang, it's the biggest bang for your buck, right?
2: Absolutely. If, you're looking around your organization and you think you have six or maybe even 10 people that, that need some training An in-house version is probably the, the best economically for you because you don't have to have people on the road. You're not losing your billable time. You're not spending money on airfare and on hotels. So if we come to you, it's at a location of your choosing and we come to you with everything that you would need to know, need to know for that, that event.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, well, I, I, you know, I mean, there's just so much to talk about. I want to look at the, the outline for this leadership um, program that we're going to do. So, so you've you've kind of broken it down into some different areas. And so, in, in ter- from a module perspective, you're going to talk a little bit about theory. Um, I know you're going to spend some time talking about the types of leaders and listeners that there are out there. Um, there's going to be a section on public speaking, which I thought would be really good for, especially for those that are, are, feel like they've, they're called to leadership and they're called to lead people. I mean, you, at some point in time, you're going to be called to speak in front of an audience of people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be important to figure that out. Now there'll be some case studies, um, about how leaders deal with crisis, um, Uh, There'll be group case studies. Uh, There'll be a section on recruiting and workforce personalities, um, a section on mentoring, uh, a section on decision making and a couple of other case studies and a section on um, communication and then the role of routine and how you deal with change management. So, you know, why why don't you just give us a rough idea of, of, of why this outline as opposed to anything else when it comes to leadership?
2: Yeah. As we started to put this together, we found that these are probably the most important things. These are some of the foundational aspects you need to have within leadership. Now we don't get into the fluffy, the nebulous management speak that you read in a lot of books. Mm-hmm. We kind of get down to the the actual, the practical things that you can do as a leader. And so we do talk a little bit about leadership theory, but it, it's not, it's not a vague uh, idea in there. It's uh, it's It's meant to give a little bit of a foundation of of here's the different types of leaders that are out there and everyone will find their own path as a leader. So some may be coaches, some may be uh, a little bit more hands off and we're going to kind of run through the different types of that, uh, those types of leaders, but there's some things in there that, that are absolutely essential in this industry. You have to be able to make decisions. And I've had some clients ask me that, uh, how do, uh, how do I help my people make bad decisions or tough decisions? How do I help them have those difficult conversations with people? So you are going to make some difficult decisions. You're going to have to tell your clients no sometimes, and you need to know how to do that. You will definitely need to have communication skills with your clients. You're going to have to get up in front of them, give a a pitch. It may be a written proposal. Again, it could be a verbal pitch. And you have to have those skills that you can pass on what's important to your client to represent your firm in that respect. Okay. So, and, and also we don't want to make these, uh, as far as the two day session goes, we don't want to make these boring. So they are very interactive with a couple of different, different case studies, a couple of scenarios that we pass out to everybody and, and have them interact with each other. So you get to learn from people from different organizations, from different firms and see how they're doing business. But you actually get to kind of make some decisions in a, in kind of a classroom environment. You can, you can make some fail or you can fail a little bit in there and that's Okay. But it gets people thinking a little bit. And again, it's, it's nothing stale. It's nothing canned. It's nothing you're going to get from a, a Barnes & Noble book cover. Uh, these are practical things that when you walk away at the end of the seminar, you can put those into practice the next day.
0: Well, I mean, obviously, there's so much there. Um w- <sighs> What, what is your hope that people will walk away with, a, a, in addition to just some of the practical things that they can do? What What is your hope for for those up-and-coming uh, e- engineers and architects that that do want to be leaders within their firm?
2: My hope for the up-and-coming is that they learn the foundation of what it takes to be a leader. You will not be a leader overnight. There's, there's nothing that we're going we're gonna to teach you that you're going to become an instant leader the next day. It is something you have to practice. You practice over and over. You practice over the years. But we're going to give you that foundation to help you start along your way. And for those folks who may be middle of their career or kind of starting to rise towards the top, this may either reaffirm what they knew or give them some other things that they didn't know that will help them to launch into the next step, which would become a principal in an organization. So this program really ties directly and kind of bookends with the Principal's Academy. Okay. So it's everybody up to that point where you're a principal. And once you get in to be a principal, now you have some, – there's some different challenges in leadership uh, that you'll experience. And again, you'll get that in that seminar. Yeah. So it's going to help that whole gamut of, of folks in there from uh, early on in their career to kind of late in the, in the middle of their career.
0: Okay, all right, that's awesome. yeah, I know that when we when we originally talked about it, one of the things that really spurred me um to discussing the idea with you was just the fact that there's such a lack of soft skills and other, You know, things that especially these young people are learning when they come out of school, how to shake somebody's hand, how to, you know, do some of the just basic things that, you know, you and I kind of take for granted. And we have a little gray in our hair. We've kind of (laughs) been around. We've been around the block a few times. I mean, we're not we're not we're not old, but we're not young. But the idea is that you know we you know we we come from a different generation, and especially with young people that are coming into the industry now, you know they need to understand what it means to be a leader and and all that it entails. And it's not just being able to direct one person to go here or one person to go there or to tell a bunch of people what to do. It's it's also about being able to carry the mantle and the mandate of your organization from top to bottom, uh, even if you aren't at the top if you're just, you know, if you are a project engineer, you still have to operate with a leadership mindset. If you're a project manager, if you're a senior project manager, if you're a department leader, you always have to operate with a leadership mindset, regardless of what role you're in. And I think the the sooner people figure that out, um, the better off and more satisfying, I believe, that their careers will be. And I think that's one of the reasons why programs like this and others that you are uh, shepherding, um, through Zwei group are so important to the personal and professional development of, uh, of individuals in the design industry. I I think there's this assumption that, that those people that are in, in the leadership positions, and they do have a
2: little bit of gray in their hair, assume that the people coming up behind them have those same skills. And that's not necessarily the case. And in some cases they're, they're put into project management roles, and they really don't know what they're doing. They yeah. don't know how to inspire people. And that's really what leadership is, is inspiring people to do great things or outstanding things within your within your organization. And that's what we're really trying to go after. You know, there's some, I think there's against more assumptions that when you put your your people out there, again, your younger folks out there, that they know how to dress when they go to a meeting. Right. Th- that they know what to <laughs> order on a menu when you go to a restaurant in a, in a business lunch. Yeah. You know, there's certain things that we can, we can pass on, you know, you, you don't eat soup, <laughs> <You> right. <know. laughs>
0: right.
1: watch out for right.
2: things that might get stuck in your teeth,
1: Yeah. I mean, get a yeah. simple things
2: like that. But yeah. as you mentioned, the handshake is, is a big deal.
0: Yeah, it is. It, and it is.
2: And we, you know, we hear a lot of complaints from people that, uh, they'll say, well, our folks show up and they're not dressed appropriately. Yeah. And that's the type of thing that we're going to talk about because it may not be talked about within your organization.
0: Yeah. And it just may not be obvious. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about that one story that Mark always tells. And, um, you know, I don't think you were in the room when he shared it, uh, but he but he always shares a story about a young man that um, was meeting him in, in Dallas um, uh, this was back in the day at Zweig White and Associates, and and that that individual uh, was connecting with Mark. Mark picked him up from the airport, and and that the person had on jeans and a polo shirt, just a regular polo shirt. And he said, "Are you kidding me? This the, <laughs> the client that we're about to go see keeps his shoes and a it has shoe trees and keeps his shoes in a steamer trunk when he travels. I mean, this guy is bespoke beyond bespoke. I mean, he he is the 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 consummate." You know, clothes person. I mean, it's important to him. We can't walk. In, I can't have you walking in like this. And he goes on to tell this story, and 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 ultimately they end up somewhere at a strip mall uh, in the, in the DFW area at a men's warehouse buying a suit and a shirt and everything for this guy. And and you know, honestly, I mean, I don't necessarily fault the young man. Um, you know, I think sometimes people know this stuff and sometimes people don't, and you can't make assumptions. Uh, about, you know, where people are in their station in life and what they understand and what they don't understand. I think it is incumbent upon a leader to take it upon himself or herself to take that individual under their wing and show them what the right way is. If nobody shows them, they'll never learn.
2: Absolutely. yeah, They will never Absolutely. learn.
0: So, you know, as much as we laugh about that story and we're like, well, how how could somebody ever think that? You just don't know. You really don't. And I think it's important for people to kind of understand that and also to be told that, hey, it's okay. I mean, people make mistakes. They just don't know. They need that guidance. That's why leadership is so important. And I will say that, you know, in my experience and, you know, since working in the design industry since the 90s, you know, I've seen um, I've seen a lot of really great leaders, people that really including the gentleman that Mark was going to visit on that particular trip down to Dallas-Fort Worth. And I can't remember walking into his office and, you know, there was just something about him. There was just an aura of like, wow. Well, first of all, you knew the guy was smart, but I mean, he just carried himself a certain way and he treated everyone around him with respect. And just, I mean, everything that he talked about, you hung on every word. And so not that everybody's going to be able to be that leader, but... Everybody can get a leg up with this kind of instruction and some guidance and just some some real world examples of what it takes to ultimately step your game up, if you will, right? right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, and that's important. I mean, I know you can appreciate that coming out of the military. Um, I know you just recently um, attended an event, and you, I think you talked about it uh, retiring one of your colleagues. And um, I mean, it's just you know there there you know there's in certain walks of life there there is a lot of there's a lot that you can learn and you know a lot of times we realize that not everybody has been afforded that that opportunity to learn about leadership and to learn what is right from wrong from that perspective and how it applies in so many different walks of life and so i think it's i think it's just really important for us to be able to kind of share that information with especially with this new crop of young engineers and architects that are just coming out of school i mean we're not it's not like we're graduating a ton of these guys left and right but the few few that we are we need to be holding their hands and showing them what to do and how to do it. And that goes for everybody listening to this podcast. If you run a company, whether it's 10 people or a thousand people, um, part of that is on your shoulder to make sure that you're, you're showing these people the right way. You can't, I don't think anybody can just say, oh, well, you know, they'll figure it out. Yeah, people will figure out some things, but, but from a leadership perspective, people, more is caught than taught. And so you you have to be a leader. You have to act like a leader. People will pick it up and want to be like you. And I think that's important. And if you are, if that is an area of struggle for you, or if it's a challenge, um, certainly we want to recommend and encourage you, whether it's this leadership program or any other, is to get out there and check it out. And I don't talk too often about other podcast on our podcast, but there is a great podcast out there called Entree Leadership. I get a lot of great ideas from that. It's a podcast that came out of um, Dave Ramsey's program, and they do some amazing things. And um, it, it is a it's a secular based podcast that talks a little bit about everything as it pertains to what it means to be a true entrepreneurial leader. And uh, I would encourage anyone to check it out. And I'll, I'll put some information in the show notes on a link to the Entree Leadership Podcast, but there have been some outstanding people on there that I've listened to, like Tony Robbins and um, Simon Sinek and, and so many others. And, and so, I mean, you know, leadership and the instruction on how to be a good leader is something that's near and dear to my heart as I know it's yours. So um, I'm excited to see what uh, what this program will do. I
2: am too. There's one thing about leadership that if you do not have great leadership within your organization, your organization will fail. That is absolutely essential. (laughs) Yeah, that's a guarantee.
0: (laughs) It's a guarantee. And so
2: you can look at this as, you know, Randy, I know you're a big basketball fan. And are you sitting on the bench ready to go into the game and Again, in basketball, hopefully you have practiced, right? And if you are not practiced and not ready to go into the game, you will not perform, right? You're not perform very well. You'll be back on the bench
0: very soon. Big time.
2: So this is one of those things where you really, if you're not practiced for it, when you are tapped on the shoulder and say, Hey, it's your turn to take over the lead, then you're just not going to be ready. And your, your firm will not be ready to, to excel. Yeah. So you've got to practice it. You've got to be ready when you get tapped on the shoulder and say it's your
0: turn. It's your turn, yeah. And and it will be. It will be your turn. It's funny you say that. Um, th- there is a there is a book that's a quasi leadership book that's written by a marketing master named Seth Godin, and it's called Now It's Your Turn. Um, and so we'll we'll that that I, I'll put a link to that book as well in the show notes because it's something that I would recommend uh, in addition to uh, you know some information on 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 how to learn more about. Uh, the different programs that we offer here at Zui Group, and and you know all of the great things that Bill is working on, I think. Um, you know, with Bill in, in charge of seminars and events, we've been able to, I mean, he's allowed me to do the Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series. We've done other webinars, and I don't know that we've had actually had a chance to talk about that, but, you know, there are a number of different ways that um, we're working to educate people in the design industry space. And so, you know, keep an eye out for what what's coming on the horizon. And we've got we've got a lot of great things that we're working on. We have a new research and development group, and there's just just a lot of interesting things happening here at Zwai Group, and, and we would certainly encourage you to become a part of that because um, I think it's pretty special, um, Bill. You know, I one of the things that I'm trying to do now with the people that I interview is ask them some specific questions that can kind of um, you know, endear you to the audience uh, without just focusing exclusively on engineering and uh, and architecture and things of that nature. So uh, we want to go deeper for our audience and learn who the real Bill Murphy is. Oh, that's scary. So we have a couple <laughs> of simple questions that we'll end our interview with, and hopefully we'll have some fun in the process. What was the last book that you read? I, I'm actually reading
2: a very, um, very nerdy book, you could say. Okay. Uh, it's, why does E equal MC squared? It, <laughs> it, it's a physics book. And, and for whatever reason, that is my, my hobby. Now I, I read physics books. Okay. Who'd ever thought of that? Wow. That I'd be doing that, but uh, I'm kind of trying to figure out how does the speed of light work?
0: Exactly. Exactly. I don't know
2: why, but I, I'm just attracted just to it right attracted. now.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Where, where did you and your lovely wife go on your last vacation?
2: We actually went down to Cancun, Mexico. Okay. Uh, we spent about a week down there with uh, a couple of my siblings and their spouses, and okay. had a wonderful time.
0: Okay, good. Did no. you now? Did you go to uh, Tulum or we did go down to Tulum? Okay, okay. We we're in
2: uh, Playa del Carmen.
0: Right, right, yeah. right, right. And there's Chichen Itza's down there, I think. There or, are, yeah. That's right. So okay, that's good. Yeah, it's it's great. There's some great Mayan ruins down in that in that part of Mexico. So we
2: had a great time down there. It was in the middle of the summer, and it was hot in Tulum.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I can we, imagine.
2: Oh, uh, we sweated, but it was great. Yeah.
0: Nice nice little getaway. You know what goes good with hot weather, right?
2: I tried a few of those too. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Yeah, so You <laughs> found a couple of local flavors. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Well, that's good. That's good. Um if you could binge watch one TV series, old or new, what would it be?
2: Well, I just finished watching The Man in the High Castle on oh, okay. Amazon and loved it.
0: Did uh, you did you like that? Now you so did you so you've seen both seasons?
2: I did. I, I okay. actually I finished up the the last episode of the second season last night. Really? Uh, and it left too many questions for me, which is uh, not great, but it, it was a really good show.
0: I, you know, it's so funny. I started watching the first season and I got caught, I got into it for like three episodes and then I stopped. Um, There's a really um, disturbing scene with a mother and her son in an office building. And I just, I'll leave it at that. But I was just, it was really, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good show. I think actually think it's pretty well written, but um, I was it's it. It makes you think, you know, about you know what happens if leadership fails, right? Because obviously, Absolutely. leadership did not fail in World War II, and 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 certainly, um, you know, we we never saw the the, the rise of fascism uh, the way that we expected to see it with the Third Reich and everything. But I just think, you know, this 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 show that we're talking about um, creates an alternative reality of what could have happened. You know, had the Japanese and the Germans won in World War Two, and it's not a pretty sight, to be honest with you. And and so, um, you know, I, I would certainly encourage you guys to to check out that show. I know there's a million different shows, and that's all you need is another recommendation <laughs> for a Netflix series or something else. Because I mean, look, you and I both got a million hours worth of work that we need to do. Much less find the time to to watch these great shows. But it, it's always nice to have an outlet, that's for sure. So. Yeah, that's
2: that one was actually rather interesting because once you get to the end of the second uh, season, there are positive leaders and there are negative leaders. Okay. And then there are people underneath the leadership who are subverting the leaders. Okay. And it, it's kind of an interesting study of, you know, how do you handle the people who are, you're trying to implement change, yeah. but people are trying to hold you back from implementing that change.
0: Right, right. Um,
2: so kind of interesting twist to it.
0: Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so listen, um, let's see what else. Uh, I think that was about it. Um, Bill, I, I really, you know, want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us on the Zweig Letter interview series. Um, we really, really appreciate the time, and, and certainly we, we want to have you back. Um, to discuss some new things down the road. And, and um, we'll, we'll, we will find some more time to to bring Bill back and, and share him with our, our uh, letter podcast audience. Uh, we know the audience is growing and re- we really appreciate you guys. I'm getting feedback left and right about this podcast and about, it's kind of cool when people come to you and say, you know, I spent the last three hours listening to you <laughs> on my drive from Houston to Austin. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, don't you have something better to do than You're to listen to me? me? I mean, but- <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're not just listening to me. I think it's the content. It's not. It. It certainly isn't about me. Um, but it, the, there is the simple fact that there's so much great information out there for our industry, um, for the industry leaders, for for those of us that are trying to make our way in the design industry. So, you know, we're we're thankful to be a part of that, and and uh, we really really appreciate it. Listen, folks. As a reminder, all Zwig Group media programs like this one are available in both podcasts and in most occasions a video format, free for download on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube, just to name a few places. We'd like to thank you for watching this in video or listening to the podcast by offering you a free copy of The Zweig Letter. Just visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com. A link to all of this information will be in our show notes, and we would love it if you share this link with a friend. I'm Randy Wilburn, and you've been listening to Zwy Group Media, part of Zy Group. Remember, we
1: exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition Zwei Glitter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription of The Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration. In addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm, subscribe today.